Hey everyone, Lindsay Piper Loomis here. I was having some censorship issues when I was trying to stream to Facebook, so my apologies. Uh, yesterday on my previous podcast, I shared with you the shaking that's happening at the Charleston County School Board. Um, and I also shared with you about the attack on a school board member for actually uh, standing up against the normalization of pedophilia um, in uh, the school libraries, uh, access that the, the kids have to certain porno pornographic material inside our school libraries, not just in Charleston County. Of course, this is in Dorchester District too. This is across in all these different districts. And it's actually really hard to get these books removed um, because you have to be a parent that that makes a claim um, at the local level. It can't just be a taxpayer that pays taxes uh, to that school district. I mean, the fact that we have to fight so hard to get pornography and the normalization of pedophilia, the normalization of all these things out of the schools that elementary, middle school, and high school all, all have access to. You know, Tara Woods, uh, Moms for Liberty uh, chapter president for Charleston County, brought up a very valid point in her press release today because there was a, 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 a press event held. And, and she said, you know, you couldn't hand your kid Playboy or Triple X magazine. Like if a teacher handed a, a student this at school, it's against the law. You can't take your kid into a strip club and you shouldn't be able to, right? So why are they able to read about this? So why am I saying that there's a normalization of pedophilia and porn inside um, America? And why are we coddling the culture of porn for minors at the local level and at the you know, all the way up to the national level in America? Why are we allowing this um, to happen? Because there is a, an agenda to um, dehumanize sterilize our children um, and, and humanity for that matter because there is an agenda from the um, from the one world order uh, uh, the one world order the the um, these these guys that want to have control want to um, reduce the population they want to do all of these things and no matter what anyone tells you uh, giving a child a chemical castration drug of lupron is deadly it, it 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 and allowing gender children to go through uh gender mutilation surgeries uh greatly shortens their span of life um it adds to um, mental illness to the gender dysphoria they're already experiencing an adult adds suicide ideations it adds depression anxiety and fear all of these things we should not want a child to go and start cutting themselves up you know if a child started cutting their bodies started harming themselves, these parents would, something would kick in, I've got to take my child and go get them help. How is that any different than wanting a child wanting uh, that has been led to believe that it's okay to chop their breasts off, chop their penis off, or to make a penis out of um, the piece of um, another piece of um, the human anatomy off of that child. We, this is not okay. Normalizing this is never okay. So we are coddling this culture and there's people that are standing up and saying, no, we don't want this. So yesterday I read you an excerpt out of the book um, called, um, hang on, hang on, hang on, all boys aren't blue, all boys aren't blue, and it actually is about a child, and it says in the excerpt, he had been watching porn for seven plus years, normalizing 
porn, viewing of porn for minors, nine-year-old or maybe 10-year-old raped by a family member. So it's normalizing rape, it's normalizing incest in the family, sexual abuse, and the enjoyment of that. It's teaching children to enjoy being raped and um, watching porn. It's sexual grooming. Okay, this is not okay. This is bad because this exploits our children. It it uh, preys upon, uh, P R E Y, preys upon the vulnerabilities, and it makes them susceptible and easily accessible uh, for trafficking, which I'm going to to get into. But this was like, this was this excerpt was um, is found in 13 of the Charleston County School District things we are having to fight to get pornography removed from our school libraries why now we have school board members standing up saying no a boy is a boy upon conception god determines it he's the he's the ultimate science uh professor because he created us in his image and his likeness and a girl is a girl end of story we don't need to be talking about this at school she's not racist she's not homophobic in fact everything she's released is um uh, the love of christ but it's just that these people got exposed. The very thing that they're criticizing us um, of in, in protection, protection for all children, um, they're actually the ones that are participating in this. So I'm not gonna reread this excerpt, but All Boys Aren't Blue, I read you a tame excerpt from that, from that book. Um, but I'm going to actually, I have a couple of other things. There's some other books um, that are in the Charleston County uh, School District in the school libraries, act books that are um, accessible in um, some elementary schools, some middle school, some high school, some all three. So let's talk, let's talk about this book right here. This book today that we're going to talk about is called Lawn Boy. Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evision. Um, this book contains sexual activities including molestation, sexual nudity, radically charged commentary, Profanity and derogatory terms, alcohol and drug use. Okay, so the word ass is mentioned 20 times. Bitch is mentioned once. Cock is mentioned once. C-U-N-T, I can't even say that, is mentioned once. Dick is mentioned 18 times. Fag, faggots mentioned 10. Fuck is mentioned 97, I hate using that word. Piss is mentioned four. Prick is mentioned two. P-U-S-S-Y is mentioned two. And shit's mentioned 60. I can't even say these words, these are horrible. Our kids are re reading these. Like these kids can just go check it out. If you are a parent that wants to allow your child to read this, you can take them to Barnes and Noble. You can buy the books for them. You shouldn't. You actually should be thrown in jail for it because that's sexual grooming, which by the way, I am for the death penalty for those who are convicted of sexual grooming, sexual predators and traffickers because it's all one and the same. Okay, so these are just some um, lines from this, okay? He just drank his beer calmly out of the brown bag and kept on driving in silence. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as Remy out. Nick says, I need to hurry up and hit that shit. I guess I don't see the point of dating someone just because sex doesn't seem like enough. He said, I should just hit that shit, even if her face was butter. Speaking of fags, look at that homo by the window and lay off the fag stuff, I said. So this is actually attack, attacking those who are maybe um, struggling with gender dysphoria. It's a bullying. Oh, you're a fag too? Fags are just people. Yeah, people who stick shit up their butts. But they, they want 
they, they're okay with this material. The same people who are trans activists and who are LGBTQIA, whatever, activists are okay with their own um, ideology being bullied. Yeah, people will stick shit up their butts, but there's one thing I'd never tell Nick in a million years. Not that it is really matters. In fourth grade at a church youth group meeting out in the bushes behind the parsonage, I touched Doug Goebel's dick and he touched mine. In fact, there were even some mouths involved. It's not something I'm even, I'd even think about all these years later, except that Goebel is the hottest real estate agent in Kitsap County. This is talking about a child predator, a sexual molester, in a, in a church, this is a, a, a youth group meeting. This The child is in fourth grade describing what happened to him. And it's normalizing this. Do you understand? So Elvin, if you're listening to this, you would be wise to listen to this. Why do you want your child to listen to this, to have access to this? Why should any child who's exploring their gender dysphoria have access to this? The normalizing that it's okay for someone in the church to sexually molest your child. Your logic, it doesn't make sense. And Reverend Dixon, who's backing this, this, this is shit, this crap up, that doesn't make sense. Your logic to defend, protect, and preserve this, this is not a race issue. You keep making it about race, but it's not. Um, and then it says, I'm not a virgin. Don't get the idea. I'm batting zero. I've been hit been in a bit of a slump since I lost my virginity six years ago. Gina always wore dark sweaters with big boobs inside. I bet she's got those smooth silver dollar nipples. My thoughts were racing. My frustrated sexuality was on the cusp of relief. Once we, one, we were in the cramped environs of the car. Gina was mostly business. Relaxed, she said, reaching over me. She groped around for the lever, reclining the passenger seat. How's that? Uh, good, I said, looking up at her in the dark. Placing her knee between my legs, she wrestled off her sweater and unbuttoned her blouse and pulled off her panties. And she climbed on top of me before I even had a chance to savor the moment. I'm not saying I wasn't grateful. To this day, I remain grateful to Gina Costarello and whatever whim or combination of alcohol and restlessness prompted her to unbutton my jeans and straddle me in the passenger seat of that Malibu. I don't even get the idea that it didn't feel good either. It was a, it was a revelation, a delirious paroxysm like I'd never known, a welling rapture of my, from my heels to my temples. The experience literally emptied me. For 90 seconds after Gina climbed off me, roughly the time it took to get her clothes back on, I felt shucked like an oyster as I gathered my breath. And cracked that window so it doesn't smell like mushrooms in here. Then she squeezed my hand once and headed directly for the keg, normalizing drugs and alcohol as minors. You're talking about how there's crime issues and your communities, this is normalizing it. It's saying it's okay. Both Chuck and Ronnie suffered very audibly from chronic back pain, migraine headaches, and general debilitating condition called the fucking system. All right. Um, I learned that sometimes it's better to give in to the thing itself than to fight it, which is to say my masterpiece ended up being a, mer a merman with an erection. I guess you could say that the erection was already there and I just freed it. Um, here's racism. You don't want racism in your schools. You see where they're putting a Mexican market across the street 
So who do you think is going to shop at it? Uh, Mexican people who like Mexican food, bingo. So why do you give a shit? Because this place is starting to look like Tijuana. You ever been to Tijuana? Fuck no. Why would I go to Tijuana? Hey, look at that fag over by the jukebox. He said, that's Ron Shockbeth's little brother. He's a youth pastor. He's a total homo. Yeah, more pussy. I'm being serious, Nick. So am I. I'd like to be considerably more pussy than I'm, I'd, I'd like to be getting considerably more pussy than I'm currently getting. What about a steady girlfriend then? Fuck that noise. Then I'd never get laid. Okay, you guys get the point. What I'm trying to say here. I mean, there is pages of this crap. The other day they were chanting at the, at the meeting, read the whole book, read the whole book. Dude, go get the book and read it yourself. This is, this is bad. This is bad. We're normalizing drugs. We're normal, not normalizing pedophilia. And so why is this such a problem? Because the government wants your children. They, they want your children. This, when you hand education over to large government, they are going to indoctrinate your children with, with Marxism and socialism, as we've seen. They're going to indoctrinate them with a sexual perversion. And any teacher that's talking about their sexuality in the class, their sexual orientation, is giving access to this information is actually a sexual groomer and a predator and should be arrested, thrown in jail. They, it should be, it's, it's so wrong. And yes, I did say I want the death penalty for people who are committing these acts. There is no excuse. It says in Luke 17, 2, better that a millstone be hung around your neck. Hang on a second. I'll read this to you. I'm going to give you the scripture. Better that a millstone be hung around your neck. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea, then he would cause one of these little ones to stumble. Okay, so let me tell you what's happening. So I told you yesterday about Tara Rodas, government whistleblower, and there's a man called Aaron Stevenson, government whistleblowers. Um, Tara Rodas is on our America's Future Little Flower Advisory Board or Anti-Trafficking Coalition. And she um, actually works for a government, uh, works for the government, and she testified before Congress about the thousands of children that have gone missing. I'm going to tell you, this is where this leads to. If we continue, if you don't stand up, speak up, and do something, this is what happens. And don't tell me that one political party is better than the other because they've both led to this. Um, America's Future is actually releasing an expose this afternoon, and I'll be posting it on my social media. Uh, it's a special featuring four whistleblowers. You're going to find out how a gentleman's, gentleman's club was used as a drop-off site for migrant children. Gentleman's club, sexual perversion, how traffickers infiltrated the child intake center and once known were simply released into the U.S. without arrest or any other punishment. How, trafficker, how the U.S. government denied repeated requests for accountability review of sole source multi-million dollar NGO contracts that fuel the continuation of child abuse and trafficking. It's stunning. It's horrifying. The government knows. They knew they had a trafficking problem. They knew. And so where are these children? Where are these children? And that's what Tara Rota said. So this, the entire expose of this in its entirety will be coming up. So I'm going to say to the Black Lives Matter activists, to the, um, you're a domestic terrorist if you're aligning with this, this crap. It's horrible. You're a domestic terrorist. If you're, if you are for the coddling, uh, of, for the culture of sexual perversion, uh, for minors in America and globally, you're a terrorist. If you are, if you are partnering with Hamas and Iran, that's backed by Iran 
on the attack that happened in Israel. You are a domestic terrorist. And, and this, you're a terrorist. It just, it doesn't matter. If you are supportive of the, of, of no accountability for the people in your Black Lives Matter activist group that burned down businesses, that, that destroyed people's livelihoods, looted stores, hurt people, killed people, and no accountability for that, you're a terrorist. And you need to get your heart right with God. It is what it is. And you can't tell me that it's one party versus the other. This is a problem that is facing all of our children. So parents, it is your responsibility as a parent to show up through peace, law, and order to defend and protect the innocence of children. It is your responsibility. Whether you have work or not, there's no excuse. It is the responsibility for the general church to stand up against this tyranny and to defend and protect the innocence of all children. It is the responsibility of the remnant church to stand up, to speak up through peace, law, and order in defense and protection uh, for the innocence of all children regardless of race, regardless of whether someone's battling any mental uh, illness, gender dysphoria, whether they are battling uh, or, or whatever faith they are part of, it does not matter. The defense and protection for all children, period, end of story. So this is why I'm sharing this with you today, because as someone who came out of trafficking, I'm an overcomer, and I was enslaved for three and a half years. Um, as someone who came out of a place where I was locked in and out of a cage. This is currently happening. That was 24 years ago. I was drugged and had, and, and I was impregnated by my traffickers. And twice I had babies ripped from my womb against my will. I was paralyzed with drugs. And, and I had to flee from my life because I was told that if I ever told um, that my body would not be found. That that was the case. And I was trafficked through what? Child Protective Services. And who was listed as a witness on my, on my case, uh, on my behalf? One of my traffickers, court-appointed um, mental health professionals, and court-appointed, uh, oh, and, and uh, Child Protective Services. They did nothing. They bullied me out of testifying. Uh, there was a plea bargain that was reached. And I was 16 and a half when this took place. So don't tell me that I don't understand what type of culture is being coddled here. And if you think that we're gonna to continue to sit by, hey, Elvin, Reverend Dixon, you're getting a little bit tired. Guess what? We've been doing this for a lot longer and we're not tired. So you wanna keep up this fight um, and you wanna keep trying to normalize pedophilia. You can't, you can't talk about something logically or with any level of intelligence, if you're not gonna read the books yourself. Why don't you read the over 300 books that we're actually talking about? You wanna normalize rape in, in church ministry? Um, don't you have reverend in front of your name? If you're a reverend, don't you think that you would not want to normalize the raping of minors by church clergy? That's a book that's inside of Charleston County School District. Can we not at least agree that we don't want this material in the school libraries? where kids have access to it. This is not exploring gender orientation. That's not what it is. And furthermore, you might wanna go back and refresh yourself on what the scripture says. It says that God created us in his image and his likeness, both male and female. 
He didn't, he doesn't make mistakes. He creates you and you're born the way that he created you. He doesn't change his mind. So um, it sounds to me like you're a reverend for Satan and you're coddling the culture for a satanic, uh, a satanic uh, cult instead of for the fear of the Lord and for the altar of the most high God. So I'm going to continue to speak up, not just about my local area, but about the, 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 the nation and about the rest of, um, you know, things that are happening. So if you want to hear about things that are going on, I hope that you'll tune in. Thank you so much. Uh, for support. Those of you who are supporting at the bottom of this newsletter, there's a place for you to support my work. And I thank you for doing that. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and I thank you for um, buying my book. I thank you for all that you're doing because at the end of the day, we have to break the, the, the narrative of the, of the um, false, of the false the false prophets, the lies of the, uh, of the deceivers. And we have to go and we have to say no more. So we've got to do whatever it takes through peace law and order to defend, pr protect, and preserve the innocence of our children. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can go to um, lindsay.co and you can subscribe to the newsletter and you can um, start catching these. I'll be um, uploading this uh, five days a week. Thank you so much. Take care.